This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. From CBS News, this is The Takeout with Major Garrett. Welcome to your Tuesday Takeout Outtake Especial. For those in the podcast world, it's as always available, a little extra product on Tuesday for CBSN right here, right now. So thanks for watching us, CBSNers. Debbie Dingle is our special guest, Congresswoman, 12th District of Michigan. So um, this is a little bit of a lighter conversation, uh, Congresswoman. I'll start with the uh, three threshold questions we ask each and every one of our guests because the answers tend to be very revealing about the personal side of their life. So in no particular order, most influential book in your life, uh, one of your favorite movies or your all-time favorite movie, and if you're on a long flight or a maybe back to the district or driving through your district, meaning a long drive. What kind of music, artist, or genre are you most likely to listen to? Well, let me... T- so the book that probably impacted me the most or that I use for almost all my speeches is a book by Bella called Habits of the Heart, which is really based on democracy in America. Mm-hmm. And I think communities, the strength of democracy. I went back to school in the 90s I know, to some of you, you like weren't born. <laughs> but I got my graduate okay. degree and had a philosophy teacher that I loved, and it's a book that... But I'm also... I, I read a book a day. My Amazon Kindle has mm-hmm. every new book that's out, and I love to read, and some people go to the gym and exercise. I mentally escape. Right. But you can learn a lot of things sure. from these novels. Movies, I don't have one favorite movie. Okay. I mean, I have, you know, The Way We Were... Ah, uh, first time that's ever been mentioned. Um, the way we were. Yeah, and episode then, 157. No, the way we were mentions until today. Mary Poppins, supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. An absolute classic. Uh, not understood for the importance of the technology, the animation, and the merging of live action and animation. It is a stunning cinematic achievement, still to this day. It is, and I still and a magnificent score by the Sherman Brothers. <laughs> As you can tell, how many people can say supercalifragilisticexpialidocious? <laughs> supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. There we go. Well done. And then I, you know, it's funny. I used to go. I hated these movies. I didn't hate them, but I think I watched Saving Private Ryan with John Dingle twenty-five mm-hmm. times, and he probably watched it a hundred and fifty times. And the Seven Samurai, but now I'm watching them right. because they remind me of him. Because they remind you of him exactly. And music, hey, I'm a Detroit girl, Motown. Motown. But the Beatles, too. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Excellent. And uh, tell my audience a little bit about 1981, a pretty important year in your life. You got married to John, and as I understand it from the biography, you were a Republican and became a Democrat. Um, He was much older than you, 26 years, uh, your senior, if I remember correctly. Tell my audience a little bit about that. You know, I, I, how we ever got together, I'll never know. It, You know, I was the girl that 
had dinner at This Is a True Story every Friday night at, with the Jesuit community. And, um, you know, John asked me out 13, 14, 15 times. I don't, he counted. I didn't uh, before I even said yes. Uh, he was divorced, so we, it, my being married outside of the church was right. also a, a, a big issue. But it was just meant to be. Uh, God wanted it to be, and I think we stunned a lot of people, but we met each other and fell in love, and it was meant to be. And uh, back to your previous point that um, you are your own person. Uh, you have not lived a derivative life, um, though there are times even when someone like me unintentionally can make it sound that way, and I apologize for that. Was there any calculus for you and your career position at the time? Because though John Dingle wasn't as powerful in 1981 as he would become, he was still a significant person in Congress. Did you weigh any of those ideas about what your life would become as his spouse? I would say to In the political swirl of Washington. I was very naive. You know, I didn't realize how your world would change in some ways being a political spouse. I knew I already had my job at GM. Uh, I had to have a very specific, we were, people don't realize this, but I was really, I went to outside counsel, asked them to look at the whole issue. I talked to inside counsel um, about continuing to work at the company. And headlines in the Detroit papers were I was going to continue to work. I was really one of the first working Mm -hmm. spouses, although now uh, congressional spouses, though now most spouses are working out of sheer economic necessity. Um, But it, it, I set up, you know, rules. I never sold a share of stock that I had as part of my salary because I didn't want, I mean, I, I, I was very, very careful and tried to be careful and, uh, Bob Bauer, who was President Obama's general counsel, I was one of his very first ethic clients because I was so paranoid about it. Mm-hmm. And I knew that it was going to be different. But I was also a Republican. And uh, John Angler had... Was who then governor of Michigan. Then governor of Michigan was one of my dearest friends. We Republican, had, yeah. Four-termer. Four-termer used to stay with me. I mean, I think he was stunned. I think a lot of people were stunned. But I called myself... A Millican Republican, which is what I was. Bill Millican actually was more liberal than John Dingle on things like guns. Mm -hmm. And uh, I love Bill Millican. He was a friend until he died last year. Uh, And I say I was a Millican Republican and a Dingle Democrat. I clearly, somehow I wasn't going to stay a Republican married to John Dingle, but I never gave up on the views that I had. But uh, in your... Life as a congressional spouse and as a member of Congress, you have no doubt seen what the country has seen, and I've certainly observed. I started covering Congress in 1990. This uh, winnowing of the middle, uh, this entire epoch of American politics in Congress where the idea of moderate Republicans or uh, conservative Democrats almost disappearing, and the idea of large bipartisan compromises or even theoretical bipartisan compromises has, if not disappeared entirely, disappeared in comparison to the 80s or 90s? So I'm going to say several things. Compromise is not a dirty word. And I talk to Republicans as much as I talk to my Democratic colleagues. And I think that actually much of this country is in the middle. You know, when I became a Republican, I, I was I had my first job and got my first paycheck and was like, where was it? 
I was outraged that I was 16 and being taxed and um, <laughs> couldn't vote. So that's how I actually became a, in, involved in um, politics. But, I, I, you know, up right now on the environment, there are a lot of labor people that are worried about what it's going to mean for their jobs. Well, I sit down and I talk to both sides and I bring them together. I'm very proud of the PFAS bill that passed last Friday. And we had 24 Republicans vote for it. Brian Fitzpatrick was out because of his brother's death, but that would have been a 25th. And I talked to people. I talked to Republicans. I said I would work with the president, and I did, on a trade bill, because my people need a level playing field. I will work with the president. I respect the office of president on any issue that will help the working men and women in my district. And if it's something that's full of hate, that's going to hurt the people that I represent, he has a buzzsaw like one he's never met. Mm -hmm. That would be you. Correct. That's the voice of Debbie Dingle, our very special guest. Thanks, as always, to the Dubliner. Breakfast was delicious. I hope you enjoyed your bagel with cream cheese and a little bit of jelly, Debbie Dingle. I certainly enjoyed my kitchen sink omelet. That's my favorite kind of omelet, ladies and gentlemen. Every single thing in the kitchen, all in one place. I'm Major Garrett. We'll see you next week. Thanks so much. New episodes of The Takeout are available Friday mornings wherever you get your podcasts. The Takeout is produced by Arden Farrett, Jamie Benson, Sarah Cook, and Ellie Watson. CBSN production by Eric Susanen and Grace Seegers. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Takeout Podcast. That's at Takeout Podcast. And for more, visit TakeoutPodcast.com. The Takeout is a production of CBS News Radio. If you like The Takeout, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. I'm CBS News correspondent Major Garrett, host of the podcast Agent of Betrayal, The Double Life of Robert Hansen. During the Cold War, FBI agent Robert Hansen traded classified secrets to the Kremlin in exchange for cash and jewels. In the podcast, you'll hear from Hansen's closest friends, family members, victims, and colleagues for the most comprehensive telling of who Robert Hansen really was. Binge the entire series now. Agent of Betrayal, The Double Life of Robert Hansen is available on the Wondery app, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get one of the most successful broadcasts in television history on your schedule with the 60 Minutes podcast. Hard-hitting investigative reports, news and culture maker interviews and in-depth profiles are waiting for you in every episode. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus.